Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Well, um, once again, yesterday, uh, we saw the stock market jump up over 300 points after the uh, Fed did what was predicted and raised the uh, rates, Fed rate, 75 basis points. A little higher than was predicted yeah. just a little while ago. Or 0.75 percentage, basically. The stock market responded positively today. I don't know what's happened overnight, but now uh, futures are down 500 points. <laughs> just only 500? Only 500 points. Oh, yippee. We are 155 points away from breaking that 30,000 barrier. On the, on the way uh, down. Yeah, on the right. way down on the Dow. NASDAQ uh, down. Standard & Poor, which you know had entered bear territory, um, climbed out of bear tor- territory yesterday, but now back in bear territory. See, we're, we're getting into the, like it's, it's like the dark days, of, like it's two years ago. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if we're going to see a turnaround like we did two years ago, where, you know, it's a few months, stock market, you know, goes kablooey, and then all of a sudden comes back fast and furious, even more more so than, than what it had done. Part of the reason why it's going to take longer is uh, because the government is basically getting out of, you know, trying yeah. to unwind the what, policies um, that they had what, back then. I, I guess the questions are, what is your uh, prognostication, and uh, will you put your money behind it? Uh, I already did. Okay, good. I've already started. I've, um, I am actually buying more stocks right now um, in my 401k, um, in my wife's IRA, mm-hmm. uh, in our personal funding of our, our stocks and getting ready for retirement um, than I have ever at any portion in my life before. Are you moving them around a little? Not a lot, no. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the, the one thing I will say that I've changed a little bit is I've got out of bonds because bond market is just horrible right now, even though usually they're safe, but the bond market has been hit really hard. Um, and I've maybe changed that to buying stocks that pay dividends well, because that, even yeah, that, that that can be nice. Yeah, even when the stock price is going down, your dividend percentage is increasing, and you're still getting money, even though even when the stocks are going down, you you, you get the dividend. So I, I've that's about the only thing different that I've done, other than um, as the stock market is going down, I'm buying more and more stocks. It's kind of dollar cost averaging every two weeks. You know, money gets put into the stock market mm-hmm. every, you know, with my paycheck and the 401k, which I'm sure you're still doing. Yes. With your 401k. Of course. Uh, I, I just have taken to not looking at my 401k. <laughs> I made the mistake earlier this week and I, went, holy crap. See, I think I've been putting in about 15% since I, well, about the last 28 years or so. Yeah. Um, I think I'm at, what am I at now? Like 22%. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because I, I I can because I'm old enough, um, you know, to uh, increase the max amount that uh, I'm able to mm-hmm. increase. But yeah, I looked at it earlier this week and I went, I just lost a car. <laughs> <laughs> my my stocks, my four hundred one k. I just lost a car, and yet you were still able to drive to work this morning. <laughs> I got to do what Chris does and don't look at for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, efforting to talk with Jeremiah Bates, maybe talk a little bit longer uh, with him this morning on. on you know, a lot of what this means going forward. Um, some of the good news, especially for older people who 
start to put their money more towards cash and not you know not risking it in the stock market as you get closer or mm-hmm. if you're into retirement you don't want to see something like's happening right now where your retirement goes down 20 25% you know and all of a sudden you know you're, you're going wow if i live to 85 i'm not going to have m- enough money to live mm-hmm. you know so they start moving you their money like to cash that. you sound like one of those buy gold commercials well no i'm not, I'm not saying that cuz gold is down too oh. i mean people are going you know hey you got to put it in gold it's it, it's it's always safe from inflation Gold is down this year too. There's nothing really that has been safe through all th- this entire thing. Um, what do you mean? There's no sure thing. Yeah, that, I mean this is this is what's been going on now. I mean, digital currency. We talked about this was supposed to not be tied to the stock market, and that was supposed to retain its value. Um, digital currencies have just been hammered. Yeah, they've been dropping just. Uh, dozens of percentage points i guess you yeah. could say 24 percent, 36 percent. yeah so i mean it's been going down the, the slight bit of good news for those of you who were really disappointed with um your 0.01 percent of interest rates you were getting on your savings <laughs> where you would look at it wow i got six cents last month yeah um, and that's that's true that's going to be going up Savings rates will be going couldn't, up because couldn't exactly go down. Could yeah, it? no, I, I guess they could start charging you to keep your money like they did with oil a couple of years well, ago. If you if if you uh, go to the ATM, that's what they do. They they make you buy your money. Yeah, I got to pay my wait. Get, let me get this straight. I got to pay my own money to get my own money out. Yeah. So it's three. It's 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 twenty three dollars for me to get twenty dollars, and I'm paying you twenty three dollars. Of I mean, I'm paying you. Uh, uh, $3 of my money to get $20 of my money. And that depends on where you are at, at which ATM you're getting your money at. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to Las Vegas, um, I was at Caesars a couple years ago. Oh, what was the charge there? $25. To get a 20 To get, to yeah, any amount of money. So if you wanted $20, they charge you $25 to get it out. It was a $25 flat fee plus what your bank yeah. charges you. For their fees, so it was. It would have been. It, I didn't. See, get, I didn't get it because I go. That's ridiculous. I am not paying twenty five dollars oh, to get my own money out. I agree. That's the sort of thing that makes me go directly to the buffet. Yeah, the the buffet was much cheaper. Believe it or not. Oh, I do. It, it's already cheaper than uh, buying your own money. Our phone lines are open this morning as we get underway. 208-336-3700, pound six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Um, we uh, are um, just. 24 hours away, a little less than 24 hours away. We will be uh, getting ready to order our breakfast right now at this time tomorrow morning. Um, we'll be at, once again, Pork Belly in CUNA. Chef Wally has said that he, he doesn't actually work tomorrow. He only works a couple days out there helping them mm-hmm. um, cook. But uh, he helped you know, get things going with Pork Belly, came, helped come up with the menu. And he cooks a couple days out there a week because he doesn't have much else to do right now until his new business gets underway. Hmm. Um, and he has a catering business that he is starting. Uh, but he did say he will be out there tomorrow morning with us to make sure that you know we get whatever food we want with a side of gravy um you're invited to join us they open up at seven o'clock every morning monday through sunday now seven gonna, days a week you're gonna order gravy with a side of gravy aren't i you? might order gravy with a side of bacon I may, I may go i may go that way and before you this is gravy that you can probably eat with your fork it's that thick and that good yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, we will be there tomorrow. You're invited to come on by and join us. The Hometown Breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. We're on our own tomorrow. Kenny will not be there. Yeah. He's in uh, Yosemite. Oh, Yosemite. Yeah, I saw that. He went all the uh, way to California? He and his son, I guess his son graduated, so uh, they took a uh, graduation trip 
uh, down through Tahoe and California and a trip into Yosemite. So unless he, he makes a, See, this a is, this is when I feel like return a trip back. This is when I feel like a hick. I, I go, wow, people have vacation homes, and yet they go to a different place for vacation. <laughs> and how much money does Kenny make if he can afford to drive to California? Wow. Yeah. I, and I would have to take out a loan, I think. I mean, that's something only kings are doing now. <laughs> how, much, how much does gas have to be at the uh, park entrance of Yosemite? <laughs> probably seven fifty. I would say probably maybe even higher than that. Yeah, if it's the only gas station for miles, then very well could be. Eight, Jeez, what are they getting for to like Truckee right now? Uh, 8.15, let's get a check on what's going on with sports. Your first update of the morning with Rick Worthington, brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli Meridian. And in East Boise, get in today for lunch. They're open Monday through Saturday, every day at 10.30. Find out why they are ranked as the number one deli in the entire state of Idaho. The NHL Finals began on Wednesday night in Denver with the Colorado Avalanche hosting the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Lightning, the winner of the last two Stanley Cups, by the way, and they would have their hands full as the Avalanche struck first. Pass through center ice, Byram across the blue line, leads it for Rantanen, Rantanen in the circle, lets it go, shot on, SCORE! It's snuck through Vasilevsky, and I think it's Landeskog who's standing on the doorstep, and he taps it in! Oh, Captain, my Captain! Gabe Landeskog was in the right place at the right time. His ninth goal of the playoffs, and the Avalanche strike first. They have a one nothing lead. That was okay, the call that... on the flagship for the Colorado Avalanche last night, KKSEFM. And the Avs really looked great in the first period. They scored three goals, but the Lightning would come charging back to tie it at three apiece, and they would take it into overtime. Here's how it ended. Pachushkin to the red line. Couldn't get it deep. Knocked down by Hedman. His pass is blocked. Another bouncing puck. Gobbled up by JT Comper. Down the middle. Comper holds. Shoots. It's blocked. Nachushkin with a Burakovsky. He scores! Andre with a giant goal! And you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here because this party is over! Colorado wins game one in overtime! A minute and 23 seconds into overtime and Colorado is taking a one nothing series lead. Big Avalanche win in game one. Game two will be Saturday night once again in Denver. I'm Rick Worthington. Download the 670 KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. Ah, 625, he's Chris Walton, I'm Mike Casper. Phone lines are open if you want to get through and take part in the show. Yes, we encourage that. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. You can also email us, chris at kboi.com, mike at kboi.com. Um, some of the things we're going to be talking about, if you want to get drunk in public in Meridian, better hurry and do it, because it could be <laughs> illegal soon. You, you mean early this morning? Or? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Um, I, I wasn't drunk in public. They threw me into public. Yeah, I was drunk in a bar. They <laughs> threw me into public. Um, all, we'll talk about that. Also, uh, Boise's most uh, overpriced housing market uh, for second year in a row. But it might not last long. Um, prices expected to drop in Boise, but maybe by not as much as some people were predicting or maybe even hoping. Uh, the predictions are that uh, prices could drop 5 to 10%. It, uh, 
could be a long time before we end up on the most undervalued list. Yeah, yeah, that, that maybe not in our lifetime ever again because people have kind of discovered Idaho. Also, last night um, we talked yesterday. Uh, we, we gave away tickets to the Boise Hawks for Feed Your Face Night and uh, Nate Shellman Heckling Night, and uh, we gave tickets away to hecklers. Hecklers mm-hmm. were there. And the predictions were that he was not going to throw it over the plate. We have some play-by-play for you this morning okay. um, from our sister station, the sports station, KTIK. Johnny Ballgame was there uh, along with Chef Wally. Take a listen. This was Nate Shulman, uh last night at the Boise Hawks for uh, Nate Shellman Heckle Night. Yeah. Here is all the day. moment of truth. Nate Shellman. Live at Memorial Stadium. Big crowd tonight. Here's Shellman. Wally, strike or no strike? No strike. Bounces it. Told <laughs> 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 it. Told you. Oh, he did bounce it. He bounced it. Yeah, what he bounced it. With the one bouncer into the home plate, just like Hey, you didn't have to bring my name up for crying out loud. Uh, yeah, he bounced it. As Jeff Wally said, just like Casper. You're a, you're a good, bad example. Um, in all fairness, I will be honest and say I did not bounce one bounce over the plate. It, mine bounced like three times. Yeah. So that was that was last year. So you, you were you, you were trying to make the the, uh, the pitch unhittable. Yeah, that's and, what, and, yeah that's and, what I was trying to do. And you did. Uh, that's what I was trying to do. Anyway, hope you had a great time. Congratulations to all the uh, winners who got the tickets to get into the game and got to enjoy um, you know unlimited food until the fourth inning. They do that every home game, every Wednesday home game for the mm-hmm. Boise Hawks. Uh, by the way, so anyway, congratulations. Stick around on the way for you this morning. Still have more chances for you to win. The Emmett Cherry Festival going on this weekend. We have uh, five packs of tickets uh, to get you in for the carnival rides. Sounds like a fun thing to do for and Father's Day. It, it'll save you some money, a lot of money, too. So we'll have a chance for you to win those coming up here this morning, too. Stick around. Today from 10 to 1, it's Dan Bongino. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 641 208 336 pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. If you want to get through this morning, you can also email Chris at KBOI.com, Mikey KBOI.com. Toll free from wherever you might be listening, 1 800 529 5264. Same as our main number for our text number if you want to get through there. Good news, uh, at least driving in for me this morning, and I pass probably half a dozen to eight different gas stations. Nobody raised their prices overnight. Well, good. I mean, you know, small favors. Considering over the last uh, week to 10 days, there were days it was raising, being raised hour by hour. Yeah, well, that's true. Good news. Uh, the bad news, of course, that some of those places, it's about 518 to 520 a gallon now here in the uh, Treasure Valley. It'd be funny if you're in the process of filling up and you look down and the price has gone up. I've seen that happen before. Not, not at the pump that I was at, but watched them change the price while I was there on the board. Yeah. And I'm like, hurry up, fill up, hurry up before they change it on the pump. Um, some of the ways that you can save gas, and a lot of people are looking uh, into this once again because of the prices. Um, thought I would give a, a, a few of those to you. Some of these you obviously already know. Number one, shop around for the best gas prices. Now, here's what you don't do. When you shop around, don't <laughs> drive around yeah. looking for the best That's gas prices. That's what mass communication is for. You don't need to, to hoof it from one place to another. We're not one at a time in here. We're mass communicating. 
Um, take advantage of cash back apps that are available so that you can get a discount on your gas. And that th- those can be taken advantage of no matter where you fill up. Um, use your cruise control. Cruise control keeps you a steady rate of speed so yeah. that you don't I, waste I would, as much gas. I would caution some of you, like, for instance, don't use it while cruising through downtown Boise. Keep your tires inflated at their correct inflation rate. How long has it been since you've checked your inflation rate on, on your tires? All we've talked about is inflation for months. Ditch the extra weight. No, that doesn't mean leave your wife at home. Talking about if you carry your golf clubs, you know, and they weigh 50 pounds in your car, maybe take them out and only so, carry them with you if you plan on golfing that particular so day. don't use your car as storage. There you go. Right. Um, join a warehouse membership. Costco, something like that, can save you uh, about ten cents or more a gallon. Um, don't buy premium gas unless it's required for your car, because yeah. premium gas is going to run you twenty to thirty cents more per gallon than and, and, and some regular. In some vehicles, right in the manual, it'll tell you that eighty-seven is what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, you don't need to go eighty-nine, ninety-one, whatever. Here's the one I, I I don't get, and somebody needs to explain this to me. Avoid filling up your tank on Thursdays. Must be the. Um Wait, I don't, no, that I, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what that is. This, this is from USA Today. Avoid filling up your gas tank on Thursdays. It, with no explanation? Yeah. Use the air conditioner sparingly and on economy or recirculation settings. Slow down. Apparently, each five miles per hour you drive over 60 miles per hour is like paying an additional 15 cents per mm-hmm. gallon for gas. I didn't know that. However, time is also money. Uh, keep your car maintained and running smoothly. Get your tune-up. If it's been a while since your tune-up, that'll help you save money on your gas because your car will run better. Use your engine wisely. Don't uh, let it idle for long periods of time. I still so, want to know that Thursday thing. So bottom line, do everything perfectly and, and don't buy stupid things. I wonder if uh, gas prices go up traditionally on Thursday. If, if I don't know. I mean, considering this year, it doesn't I mean, matter well, what would, day it is. Would, people it are says, raising okay. their prices. But when it hour. says avoid, when it says avoid, you know, filling up on Thursday, should you just wait till Friday, or I, should you? That's be, what I mean. Or yeah. be sure you get it done Wednesday. I don't know. I, I, that's that was one of the weird ones. It just said avoid filling up your tank on Thursdays because it makes it sound like on Wednesday it's one price, on Thursday they raise morning, it, and on Friday they lower it again. The other thing uh, to do is if you fill up your tank, fill up in the morning and not in the afternoon, because when you fill up your tank in the morning, the, it's cooler. And the gas is denser, so you get more gasoline than uh-huh. you would in the afternoon when it's hot outside. Wow. So fill up in the morning rather than after. Those are just, I mean, some of them will save you uh, quite a bit of money, like slowing down. I didn't realize that was 15 cents a gallon that you can save for every five miles per hour over 65. Time for another check on what's going on with uh, sports this morning. It's brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli once again in Meridian, East Boise. Either one of those locations will get you a fantastic lunch or dinner. They open up at 10.30 every morning. Good morning. We've got Boise State football news to share with you today, and I'm kind of excited about this because there's a pair of former Boise State football coaches that are rejoining the Broncos staff this season. One of them comes with some pretty big experience. Former head coach Dirk Cutter. And former defensive coordinator Ron Collins will both join the Boise State staff for the season as senior analysts. Now, analysts, just so you know, they're not allowed to directly instruct athletes or recruit, but they can share their observations about the team and the team's opponents with coaches. 
The Idaho Statesman tells us the Cutter, of course, was the head coach at Boise State from 1998 through 2000. In the NFL, he was an offensive coordinator with Jacksonville, Atlanta, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and then he also spent three seasons as the head coach in Tampa Bay. Ron Collins, he's a defensive guy. He's a former defensive coordinator and linebackers coach at Boise State from 02 through 05. He has been a defensive coach as well at both Colorado and Ohio State, and both are now analysts for Boise State football this upcoming season. I'm Rick Worthington. 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Coming up, another shot at uh, picking up that $25 gift certificate to Pork Belly and Cuna. That's where we're going to be tomorrow morning for the hometown breakfast. This could be free food for you if you can answer our Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible question. It's brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty, a local company with a global network. Call today, 208-888-4128. There is only one country in the world where it's legal to sell your kidneys. We want to know which country it is. By the way, the government even regulates the market. If you know the answer, stick around. Coming up after 8, we'll get your answer. Jeremiah Bates will be with us to talk about the rate hike up next. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI, Boise. It's three quarters of a percent, the largest rate hike from the Fed since the mid-90s, aimed at trying to curb inflation the highest in four decades. Fed Chair Jerome Powell says the U.S. economy is strong and can handle higher rates. Clearly, today's 75 basis point increase is an unusually large one, and I do not expect moves of this size to be common. But Powell cautioned the benchmark interest rate will likely see another big increase at the next Fed meeting by another half to three quarters of a percent again, depending on how the economy reacts this time. Analysts say it's a risky move, the Fed raising its key interest rate by three-quarters of a percentage point with the goal of tamping down on runaway inflation, Fed Chair Jerome Powell. The American economy is very strong and well-positioned to handle tighter monetary policy. The risk? Raising interest rates could trigger more inflation and even a recession. Powell says the risk versus benefit has been factored in. Some indicators of inflation expectations have risen, and projections for inflation this year have been revised up notably. Now the wait and worry over how the economy will react. Jeremiah Bates with us uh, a little bit early this morning because wanted to talk uh, about the uh, interest rate hike yesterday, which, by the way, uh, biggest hike we have seen in 28 years, last time that we saw a hike this uh, big. Uh, Jeremiah, thanks for being with us this morning. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit confused once again, and I know that the stock market is schizophrenic at times. Yesterday, after this was announced, stock market jumped, and we saw three, over 300-point gain, gain on the Dow. Now, this morning... Um, futures head of the opening here in about 20 minutes down 521 points yeah no it's got a bit of a personality disorder at this point because it, it was interesting yesterday the we did see the three major u.s indexes in the green in positive territory so we saw the initial report uh but the federal reserve released right around noon and about 10 minutes later federal reserve chairman jerome powell started to make his commentary his statements and we saw a huge rally. I mean, we saw the Dow Jones Industrial Average rally over 400 points at one time. 
And it looked like the market welcomed that with open arms because a lot of, like I mentioned on Nate's uh, show yesterday, that the market usually prices in much of the bad news before it happens. So it looked like this was already kind of priced in. It was uh, in line with expectations what the what the price movements have been in the market well it looks like there's been a little bit of adjustment of course overnight as it looks like we're going to be giving back basically all of those gains at least what the futures market is telling us and it, it it's likely due to the fact that it, a lot of the inflation numbers that we're seeing the federal reserve can only do so much now true we are starting to see certain spots of the economy start to slow down whether that was in the form of retail sales for last month, we did start that to decelerate a little bit. We're starting to see new housing startups slow down. That that number came out this morning. It dropped down 14%. And obviously, that, that report from the, I think it was on the state Idaho Statesman that I saw that uh, we're expected to see Boise homes in the Boise area, uh, those values start to drop significantly. You kind of factor all these things in and, you know, the market's looking forward and saying, okay, well, a lot of these, a lot of these high inflation numbers that we've seen in the form of gas and the form of high rent and these items, the, these aggressive rate hikes, they can only do so much. So until we see a, a surprise or a good or a bad news is good news in the form of the inflation report, the CPI, um, I, th- I think we're going to see more of this volatility and true. The market's going to look for some positivity, anything to be t- for good news. And that'll, we'll largely see a large swing up, but volatility has been the theme of this year so far. We've seen huge swings on to the upside. And then immediately the next day, we've seen huge swings to the downside because the market's really trying to get in front of this because if the Fed has to continue with three quarters of a percent rate hikes going through in response to high inflation numbers, then we're still going to have to keep seeing these, uh, uh, these valuations of these stocks that were arguably overvalued, we're going to have to keep seeing right. these things come down because what's going to happen when earnings go, what, what's going to happen when interest rates go up? It, it's pretty simple. Access to capital, the cost of capital becomes really expensive. That means businesses no longer have that freedom to go uh, fund, um, you know, fund different types of purchases, whether it's growing their business, hiring more employees, that those things are going to stop and they're going to decelerate significantly. And you factor all those things in, it's going to hit their bottom line. And if their bottom line drops, it means their, their profitability drops. And if your profitability drops, it means your stock price got, has to come down with it. Okay. I was, what, what I was going to ask just very simply is how does raising the rate actually fight inflation? Well, I mean that that that's it. I mean, it just yeah. the, the kind of the whole concept is is you 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 take away the you don't entice people to take out low interest rate loans to re, to really expand their capital expenditures. That's that's the bottom line really comes down to. And if you look at the you know you look at the, te- the technology sector, a lot of businesses where you know the the cat cash flow isn't consistent, you kind of have to bolster up <laughs> your ability to to pay your employees or or fund certain items you need those you need those lines of credits you need that access to capital people, and that people are are more likely to buy something concrete and, and not buy on credit you got it yep so i mean you fact you factor this in in these high interest rates and what's what the market's looking forward to i mean i think a lot of what we just saw with the federal reserve and that news that came out yesterday you know that that was kind of likely priced in i think what we're seeing today is Okay, what is the next meeting going to be? What is the next inflation print going to be? And obviously, Wall Street is thinking that, hey, inflation, these hot inflation numbers that we've seen, they're probably not going to slow down at the rate that we, that, that we want or that justifies these high interest rates. It's interesting. You mentioned the uh, article that came out in uh, yesterday's Idaho Statesman talking about 
um, housing be, here in Boise being uh, for the second year in a row the most overpriced market and that uh, we could see because of the interest rates rising uh, a drop in that five to ten percent and, and I saw that and and I'm I'm married to a broker so I, I keep you know track of, of what's going on with the market probably more than other people and we were talking about that last night and it's like wow if it's only five to ten percent considering housing has gone up fifty to sixty percent over the last two years that's pretty good. Yeah, no, no, certainly is. And, and there was an interesting, uh, spot in that article that kind of, cause a lot of these metrics that are used as far as the affordability of homes, they kind of go off, they go off of the median income, um, right. for that particular area. So yeah, the medium income, the medium income compared to these house prices, it's t- definitely skewed. I mean, I think it's the most skewed actually, in fact, in the country, meaning house prices are so high relative to what the average person earns in our area. Yeah, the, those, those numbers are completely completely off but you also got to factor in that we've also had a lot of individuals move in at an accelerated rate that work remotely so even though they, so they're that, able that to excuse the medium yep pay rate right big time you know and, and, and you also got to look at what you know when you see these interest rates move up you know what are we really talking about it, it's it's the federal funds rate so the federal funds rate it's not the it's not the mortgage rate the federal funds rate isn't the rate that you're paying on your credit card it's the basic rate at which banks borrow and lend to each other. So banks are required to keep a certain amount of money in reserve. So when they, so when they make loans to people that want to buy homes, cars, start businesses or whatever, they may have to borrow money from other banks to make sure they keep their, their reserves number in line. They always got to keep a certain amount of cash. So when you're talking about a higher rate for banks to borrow and lend from each other, if that goes up, that almost definitely is going to be passed on to the consumer. So what does that look like? It means that your variable interest rate credit card is likely to go up. If you have any um, interest rate that's not locked in, it's likely to go up, like on your home equity line of credit and things like that. Right. Now, if you locked in a mortgage at a low rate, nicely done. I mean, it, you, you couldn't have timed it better, but for new entry into it, yeah, it's going to go up. I mean, let's just look at it this way. In February of 2022, okay, not too long ago, the 30-year fixed mortgage was at 3.8%. Okay, now we're up above 6%. But if if you look at it, if you look at a 5% 30-year fixed, it decreases your home buying power by $60,000. So from where you were in February at 3.8% going to to now, you lost your home purchasing power by over 60,000 bucks. <laughs> So it's which certainly means having if effect. the if the housing market does drop ten percent, you don't save anything because you're paying sixty thousand dollars more. <laughs> your your yeah. house, house you bought is sixty thousand dollars less, but you're paying sixty thousand dollars more for your interest on your home loan, correct? Yeah, you, you know, and here's the thing though we could see, we could see a I mean a stark drop. Uh, I mean we could see that drop of five to ten percent. However, if we start to see unemployment tick up, I mean, if we really start to see that number skew to the other side of where we're at right now, that number could change. We could let's, start let's to s- take a break here and talk about that when we come back because I'm I'm very interested about you know what happens with jobs because I've heard people um, and this is just kind of a tease when we come back. I've heard people say we're fine, we won't be in a recession as long as there's jobs available for everybody like there is now. So I'm going to get your input on that. Um, also, what we what you think um, as far as a possible recession coming, and uh, also uh, when we come back, what what you can do to help out in the situation uh, that we're in right now with high interest rates, and it looks like another half 
to three-quarters of a point coming in July. We'll do that when we come back. Extended time with Jeremiah Bates this morning. Stock market futures down uh, on the Dow, 550 points as of right now, about uh, 13 minutes ahead of the opening. Time for the Morning Market Report. Powered by CapEd Credit Union. Keeping you informed about your money before the market opens. Sponsored by Tree City Advisors. On News Talk, KBOI. Boise. Jeremiah Bates with us once again for an extended time talking about the uh, biggest jump in uh, the Fed rates in 28 years. Just looking at uh, Fox Business News this morning, just had a story. 58% of Americans are dipping into savings to cover costs right now. A couple of things here before we let you go here this morning. Number one, I want to talk about uh, possibility of recession. I, I heard somebody say that we won't go into a recession as long as there are jobs available. However, Biden administration said yesterday um, that there will be job losses because of what is going on to try and stop inflation. Right now, though, there are two jobs available for every person who is on unemployment. Um, I want to talk about that and also what we as working stiffs can do to help uh, alleviate some of the problems with the inflation. But le- jobs, do you, do you see this as possibility heading us towards a recession? I, I don't think, that, I mean, when you're talking about as many jobs openings that we're seeing, I don't think that's going to be the main driving force. But we're already starting to see layoffs. I mean, if you look at the tech sector, just going into the middle of June, there's already there's almost been like 20,000 um, people that have been laid off in the tech sector. Now, true, that's a very small number when you can look at like what it's over 10 million job openings that are that are there right now. But if that continues to trend, I mean, yeah, we're that that news is going to hit the headlines and that'll lead people to believe that we're in a recession no matter what but a recession at the bottom bottom uh, at the end of the day is when you have us gdp actually at a negative print right so it's not growing we're actually we're actually losing against it right and it's got to be sustained for a few months so when we talk about a recession it, it, like we've we've passed the point where it's it's very likely that we will enter a recession because if you look at all the leading indicators are the markers historically that have led to a recession to include the Federal Reserve raising interest rates to include the inverted yield curve. Yeah, I I do think the likelihood of a recession is is almost definite, um, and I don't think think it takes a tinfoil hat or a speculative person to think that think that at this point. However, the question in my mind is just how deep of a recession and how long of a recession is it? And a lot of analysts, and I tend to agree with this, is that if we do in fact hit a recessionary environment, that it, uh, it'll be short-lived and it'll be a shallow recession. All right, last minute uh, here. Um, what can us working stiffs do to lessen what's going on with our lives with inflation and the possibility if, of a recession? If you're, carrying, if you're carrying consumer debt, get rid of it. If you have a credit card balance, try to get rid of it as fast as you can. If you have a adjustable rate um, loans, anything of that nature, try to lock it in because you know where interest rates are going now. Now, I guess if you're going to look at one silver lining, we're starting to see interest rates, particularly with your uh, institutions that are online, increase the savings interest rate so you can get a little bit of a bump there. Also, if you want a place to park your cash, look at I-bonds. I-bonds right now are paying 9.62%. Yes, so I-bonds are a great uh, place as a cash alternative to kind of park your funds to kind of ride this out. But definitely got to get rid of that consumer debt. All right, Jeremiah, thanks for taking some extra time with us. Uh, We'll get an update here from you uh, about an hour from right now, looking like the stock market, all the indexes are down, Dow down over 500 points. Um, And then uh, tomorrow morning, we'll hopefully have some better news to talk about. Hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) Thanks, Jets. 
Ben Shapiro this afternoon at 1. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 743, congratulations to uh, Garrett Frederick and Michael Ochoa. Uh, both got themselves five packs of uh, Carnival Ride Passes, Emma Cherry Festival, going on this weekend. If you didn't win there, and I know there were a lot of people trying to get through, um, we have another chance for you coming up here uh, before 10 o'clock this morning, and we'll have more for you tomorrow once again when we are live uh, for our hometown breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. We're going to be at uh, Pork Belly in CUNA tomorrow morning, and uh, breakfast will be being served at this time. They open up for breakfast every morning, Monday through Sunday, 7 a.m. I've been looking at the menu, and I've narrowed it down to about 12 things. <laughs> uh, here's, the, here's the great part about their menu, by the way, because I, I, they let me try a whole bunch of stuff when I was out there last month. Yeah. Um, everything was fantastic. So you, you're, you're going to get something really good no matter what. Fine, I'll just flip a coin. Reservoirs are full. Remember just uh, like even as like three, four weeks ago, they were talking about reservoirs, Lucky Peak specifically, only going to be 75 to 80% full. Mm-hmm. Lucky Peak and Arrow Rock Reservoirs are now full. Idaho began active flood control operations uh, this week. As a matter of fact, Monday morning at 8 o'clock, because they were getting too much water into the reservoirs. So flood control operations means they release water from the reservoir to prevent downstream flooding. To prevent Yellowstone. Basically. Um, And as I said, just a couple of weeks ago, it said that it was only going to be 70 to 75% capacity this year. Uh, Boise Airport received uh, eight-tenths of an inch of rain on Sunday. Some areas in the Treasure Valley saw over an inch of rain. All this, of course, has caused most of the snow that was in the mountains to melt. The remaining snow, plus all that water, is now running into the reservoir. We told you earlier this week that Lucky Peak was um, increasing at about two feet per day Mm -hmm. this week. With the influx of rain over the weekend, um, they estimate that the reservoir will now remain under flood control operations through this week, and how quickly the water needs to be released will depend partly on what the weather does in the coming weeks. We're expecting rain again this Sunday. Meyer says he heard uh, criticism. What is, what is that? It just waits till the weekend. I know. Doesn't that suck? Meyer said he has heard criticism the U.S. Army, Army Corps of Engineers and uh, Bureau of Reclamation are wasting water by releasing it right now. Um, he said he wants to assure the public that the Corps and the Bureau are very good at what they do, and they are just doing the best to make sure that there is not flooding that will be happening right. if, if we all of a sudden get more water than what can be handled. They have to release water over the dam. And we've seen flooding here um, within the last 10 years, if you remember, um, where there were some portions of the uh, um, area along the river, the Boise River, that were washed out, right. had to be replaced. Um, recreationalists will get a normal-looking water year at Lucky Peak. Um, you had asked the question, I think, last week, is like because they were they were talking about one of the boat ramps was not going to be right. in use this year. All the boat ramps are now in the water, so that will be used. They don't look at uh, drawing down um, now, begin to draw down until sometime next month, which is also good news. Cascade. Um, Lake also is filling up. They said they're expecting a normal water water year for Cascade now also. And if you want to try something really cool that doesn't happen very often, Brundage Mountain in McCall, this weekend as they open up for their summer activities, yeah. you can not only do their summer activities, but they, uh, skiing will be open. 
So both, you, huh? You can you can go skiing at the summit if you would like, um, or you can do both. You can do the skiing and the. Uh, so we're we're a little bit like L.A. and Honolulu now. Yeah, a little bit like that. Let's so go, let's go surfing, and then later we'll ski. You want to enjoy that? That is this weekend, Brundage Mountain in McCall. By the way, um, that will be happening on Saturday and Sunday. KBOI News Time 746. Let's get our final check on sports this morning. Brought to you by Fat Guys Fresh Deli. Check out their menu, fatguysfreshdeli.com. Good morning, Major League Baseball. What exactly is an immaculate inning? An immaculate inning occurs when a pitcher strikes out all three batters they face in one inning using the minimum number of pitches possible, which is nine. So it's good morning, good afternoon, good night. You do it three times in a row. That is an immaculate inning. It doesn't happen very often. When it does, teams get ridiculed for it. So it's really bad when it happens to the same team twice in one game, right? That happened last night. Maton's pitch. Got him upstairs. Strike three. Double your pleasure. Immaculate for everybody. Luis Garcia did it in the second, and Maton does it in the seventh to Lowe, Duran, and Miller, the same three hitters. And that's how it went. Call on KBME 790 as Phil Matten records the Astros' second immaculate inning of the game. Did you catch that? The same three hitters caught in an immaculate inning in one game. The Astros would go on to beat the Rangers by a score of 9-2. to Not a very good night for the Seattle Mariners as well. They were blanked by the Minnesota Twins 5-0 last night. White Sox beat the snot out of Detroit 13-0. It was Arizona beating Cincinnati 7-4, Kansas City by the San Francisco Giants 3-2, Atlanta an 8-2 winner over Washington. New York Yankees got another home run from Aaron Judge. It helped them win 4-3 over Tampa Bay. Toronto 7-6 by Baltimore, that one in 10 innings. I'm Rick Worthington. Listen to KBOI online. Go to KBOI.com and click the Listen Live button. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 7.54, uh, day three of the January 6th insurrection hearings, or uh, rather presentations, um, gets underway a little later today, uh, 11 o'clock. Our time mm-hmm. is when the uh, third round will get underway. Uh, chair of the House Committee uh, investigating the Capitol riot said that the panel will not make any criminal referrals, even though its leaders have previously hinted that that possibility of doing so. Um, he said that uh, our job is to look at the facts and circumstances around January 6th and what caused it when pressed on the matter and whether the committee had ruled out the possibility of referring criminal charges particularly for former President Donald Trump. The uh, Chairman Thompson replied, we don't have the authority to do that. If there are any charges leveled, they will be leveled by uh, some sort of law enforcement agency, uh, but it it won't be Congress itself. Apparently, um, even the committee doesn't know what the hell they're doing. Uh, committee Vice Chair Liz Cheney of Wyoming said later that a decision on whether to make any criminal referrals was not yet final. So even, even though you have it is. the chairman saying, you have the chairman saying uh, they can't do that, and Liz Cheney saying, "Well, we haven't decided whether we're going to do that or not yet." Yeah, I haven't decided. Apparently, everybody else Apparently has decided we're not yeah. going to do it. Uh, anyway, that will get underway at uh, eleven 
this morning. A little bit earlier, we were talking on ways uh, to save gas. A couple of emails in on that because we had asked one of the things, and this was from USA Today, don't buy your gas on Thursday. Um, email in at mike at kby.com. Fill it up at the beginning of your work week. We'll send you to the pumps when the national average gas price is at its lowest. So apparently Monday and Tuesday are the best days to fill up. Um, Another email says the worst day of the week to purchase your fuel is Wednesday and Thursday. The Mm. average price of gas nationally usually at its highest on Wednesday and Thursday. All right. All right. So that answers that question. Apparently, it's that's why you don't buy gas on Thursday, because that's going to be the highest price. So Monday or Tuesday, good. Wednesday, Thursday, bad. I'll have to remember that. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. You can also email Chris at KBY.com, Mike at KBY.com. When we come back after the top of the hour, is Meridian becoming the place that you don't want to send your family, you don't want to hang out in? Is it it the, the, the slum of the Treasure Valley because of things that are happening having to do with crime? They just canceled a free movie in a park night. Yeah. Uh, we'll, I heard about that. We'll talk about that uh, coming up because of too, too problems. Ra- too much rowdiness. Too yeah. much noise. Yeah. Apparently, uh, parents don't teach their kids how to behave. And if you can't hear the movie, what's the point of being there? So we'll talk about that. Uh, also, a new law that uh, is looking to be instilled uh, having to do with being drunk in public in Meridian. <laughs> I wasn't in public. I was in a bar. They threw me into public. I was drunk in a bar. We'll talk about that and more coming up after Top of the Hour News. Drive home live and local with Nate Shellman this afternoon at 3. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Phone lines are open if you want to take part in the show. 208-336-3700-1-800-529-5264. That's toll free from wherever you might be listening. If you have a Verizon phone, you just hit pound 670. Easy to get through. Email chris at kbui.com. Also, uh, mike at kbui.com. You can text us, uh, same as our main number, which, by the way, I just got a text in a moment ago. Flying J, and I can't tell which Flying J this is, but somebody sent in a picture of Flying J, and it's gas is only $5.05 a gallon. Um, it seems weird to say only five dollars yeah, five cents a gallon. But is, is that low? Considering that uh, the, every gas station I passed this morning was six sixteen or higher, six or five or five. I'm sorry, okay. five fifteen or five five sixteen or higher, and okay. most of them were around five twenty. Um, yeah, five oh five is pretty low. Doug B wrote in. He says, uh, Chris, speaking of lowering the reservoirs. Does that mean Lucky Peak will have a rooster tail? I don't know, but that would be cool. That's a, you've seen was the, that three years ago they did yeah, that? Two, yeah. Was it two or three years ago? I don't remember exactly what year. Remember when they used to do that every year? Yeah. You used to go see the rooster tail. It was so cool because they opened up the, the two lower gates, and it would so much massive pressure shoots it out, mm-hmm. 50, 100, maybe even more than that. I hope they do that. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Good idea, even if Doug. they only do it for a couple of days, that would be kind of cool. Um, wanted to talk about this this morning. Is Meridian at the point uh, of growth and uh, problems with growth that they're getting a bad reputation? And, I, and when I say bad reputation, I'm talking about, you know, it used to be, oh, man, you don't want to go to Caldwell. That's a bad place. They just got a bad element in Caldwell. And that's completely changed now. Whole downtown area's been redone. Indian Creek is revitalized. The downtown area is a, 
uh, fabulously so they, fun place to hang out. So they renovated Indian Creek and it scared away the gangs? Um, I don't know if it scared away the gangs or what, but I mean, you used to go, when I when I would go there and, and, and my wife, when we were dating, lived in Caldwell, and mm-hmm. I would go, there, downtown Caldwell was dark. There were no businesses open downtown Caldwell at night. You just you just didn't go down there because it was a scary place to be. That yeah. is not the case anymore. Well, good. I bring this up because we've had a few stories in the last five days about Meridian, and, and this one's the one that bothers me the most because it has to do with families and having a safe place, fun place to take you know your kids, young kids with you, and that's Settlers Park free movie night, uh, spark-like movie night. Um, for this week, this Friday, has been canceled. General concern center around juveniles that were loud, disruptive behavior. There were altercations and fights caused uh, between these juveniles and uh, felt it was it's just not safe until they address these situations so have another free movie in the park at Settlers Park this coming Friday night. So it's been canceled. So essentially teenagers screwing around. Yeah. And... Very possibly drinking a little. Um, We appreciate, this is from the city, we appreciate your patience as the city works to provide added measures that will continue to ensure a safe, family-friendly event. We will share any changes made before the next Sparklight movie night scheduled for June 24th. So it looks like they've, as of right now, they're only canceling this coming Friday night's event, and it looks like they're they're planning on holding next Friday night's event. And and this this is such a cool thing because there are hundreds and hundreds of people they go to this, and with inflation the way it is, looking to save money, it's a great thing to go hang out with your family. You bring some food and drinks. You bring your little kids, and mm-hmm. you watch a family-friendly movie. And that's well, been you know how, you know ruined how schools, by a bunch of idiots. You know how we've decided schools need more security. Just bring security into the park and inform them that if you're a little too rowdy for the movie, that you will, in fact, be shot. I mean, removed. <laughs> well, I mean... The, 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 here's here's another thing, and I know this is just coincidence, but you had the of officer-involved shooting last week, June 9th in Meridian. Mm-hmm. Um, police said that a man stole a car after a high-speed chase, exchanged gunfire with police. That happened in Meridian on June 9th. See, that was his mistake. The Meridian City Council is considering adding a public intoxication ordinance. After uh, hearing the issues at its work session um, night before last, there's currently no ordinance on the books because really? I guess it's not needed. They don't have one? Not now. So drunken public is not a crime in, no, in Meridian? Drunken public is not a crime in Meridian because apparently it hasn't been a problem until now. But it can cancel movie night. Meridian Police Department so Lieutenant allegedly Brian Caldwell told the council that in order to cite uh, or arrest someone for disrupting the peace or disorderly conduct, there must be a victim who is a citizen. The victim then has to testify in court, and he said many are reluctant to take that option. Can you so, be a, can you be a victim if the only way you were victimized is I can't hear the movie? Well, this has something. One doesn't have anything to do with the other. All right. Um, this is uh, a city ordinance that uh, they were looking at after the city council meeting on Tuesday. Um, I, I haven't heard anything about the juveniles being drunk in the park. Okay. Or any drinking and going on. And and again, that was just speculation on my part. Right. Because I call call that a really wild guess. Once once again, it is illegal if you're under twenty one to drink. Please please remember that. I I am quite aware. (laughs) Um said uh the the police chief said that as we have grown as a city, our nightlife and bar scene has also grown. 
We've noticed issues in dealing with disruptive, intoxicated individuals and the limitations of the current criminal codes available to our officers. So police can either issue a citation or arrest an individual. If there is an arrest, officers would try to do a breathalyzer test. The way the proposed ordinance would work is officers could use um, observed signs of intoxication, like slurring your speech, um, you know, stumbling around as a threshold to enforce that rule. They don't need a citizen so to the, make a complaint. The guy acted drunk is, is yeah. the reason to uh, detain them. Yeah, if the, if the person is, is staggering out of a bar and can't hardly stand up, then they can be cited for public that's intoxication. The, that's the old joke. I did a study to see uh, alcohol's effects on the body, and the results were staggering. In Boise, the ordinance states, any person who is in public and intoxicated at a level that presents a danger to others or creates a disturbance of the peace shall be guilty of this misdemeanor. And okay. I think that's what Meridian is looking to enforce that. I don't live in I don't live in Meridian. I don't spend a lot of time in Meridian. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. I mean, we have a few examples there um, just within the last week of things that have, you know, kind of spun out of control. Um, the the most concerning one Separate. with me would be the would yeah, be I mean, the family night being you know messed up by a bunch of juveniles who apparently weren't raised well by their parents. Mostly separate incidents, though. Yeah. Um, do you still consider if you live in Meridian? Love to hear from you this morning. Do you consider Meridian still a a, a great safe for fa- uh, safe place for families? I know a lot of people are like, hey, I like Meridian because... Didn't one of the magazines sometime back name it the the best place to move in America? It was one of the best places for families. Oh. Just as, uh, I mean, as recent as like three years ago. But has the gr- has growth screwed that up? I mean, that was back that was back when Meridian was only like 80,000 people. Yeah. Now it's only, what, up to only. about 125,000, something only. like that. Yeah. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon wireless. Um, are, are, are these just isolated incidences, or have you seen your city, your beloved city where you live, Meridian, change in some way where you don't you know, necessarily think it is as safe as it was even just two or three years ago? I'm just curious. Go ahead and weigh in. You can also email us right now, mike at kby.com, chris at kby.com. Stick around. We're going to take a break. We're going to get you caught up with traffic and weather one more time. And when we come back, we've got a $25 gift certificate to the Pork Belly in CUNA. That's where uh, Chris and I will be broadcasting tomorrow morning from 6 until 10. It's our hometown breakfast brought to you by Cloverdale Plumbing. Great place to go for breakfast and lunch. They're open every day, 7 until 10, Monday through Sunday, and we'll be there tomorrow morning. You have a chance to get that free gift certificate on the way next with Casper and Chris. Damn near impossible question. For your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. All right, Casper and Chris, down near impossible question. Uh, brought to you by Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Silverhawk Realty. We got a $25 pork belly gift certificate. That's where the hometown breakfast is happening tomorrow. You're invited to join us in CUNA beginning at 7 o'clock. Uh, Aaron is, is going to get first crack. At our question today, uh, there is one country and one country only in the world where it is still legal to sell a kidney. But it's legal to sell your kidney. I, I guess no country is it legal to sell somebody else's kidney. Um, it's, it's still legal to sell your own kidney. Which country is it? Is it Iran? You can't ask us. You have to tell us. 
It is Iran. It is Iran, yes. As a matter of fact, the government even regulates the market. Congratulations, Aaron. You got yourself a $25 gift certificate to Pork Belly and Cuna. You know their national anthem, don't you? What's that? And I ran. I ran so far away. That is so bad. Uh, Aaron, sorry you had to put up with that. Um, stay Stay on hold. We'll get some information from you. One more chance, by the way, for you to pick up your $25 gift certificate. We'll be doing that live tomorrow. At Pork Belly in CUNA, you'll have a chance to win a free $25 gift certificate from Pork Belly in CUNA. Stick around. Still on the way before 10 o'clock this morning, uh, one more five-pack of Carnival Ride Passes for the Emmett Cherry Festival going on this weekend. I uh, want to take your family out there and uh, enjoy it. I, I, based on the weather, I would highly suggest it be Saturday. Um, looks like Saturday should be pretty good for most part of the day. More showers coming your way on Sunday. But we will have another chance for you to uh, get those uh, Carnival Passes, a five-pack of passes for you coming up before 10 o'clock. Be ready to call if you want to set your speed dial. You can do that at 208 336 700 pounds 670 on your Verizon wireless we'll take a break news at the bottom of the hour when we come back um, still asking the question if you want to weigh in you can email chris at kboi.com mike at kboi.com or call us with uh, all the uh, individual stories over the last week having uh, to do with meridian is meridian still a great family community a place to raise your kids and feel safe especially after Settlers Park movie night has to be canceled this week because of uh, some individuals, juveniles, who are causing problems. Fights, being loud, standing up in front of people, not allowing them to watch the movie. So they're canceling it this Friday night. The hope is, I'm guessing, to bring it back next Friday night with with, uh, a little bit more uh, enhanced help when it comes to uh, people getting out of line. I don't know if that means a police presence or what, private security, but it looks like 24th, they're planning on bringing it back, but it has been canceled this week. I think in most communities, they would assume that you could stop that just by a whole lot of people turning at the same time and going, shh. <laughs> Works in a movie theater, right? Well, it it yeah. tends to, yeah. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KDOI. Hey there, it's uh, Chris Walton. You know, when my house is clean, I simply feel a lot better. That's just the way it goes. When my house is eh, not so clean, uh, I don't. I don't feel that great. Especially the carpets. You know, walking around on clean carpets just makes you feel wonderful, and knowing they'll stay clean longer. Makes me feel even better. Now, Zero Res has a patented process which has proven to remove more dirt, dust, and dander while leaving no dirt attracting residue. When the other guys leave soapy residue, it might feel clean today, but it won't tomorrow. The process is simply better. The team and the service at Zero Res are as good as it gets, too. Check out their ratings on Google and uh, don't wait. You deserve a clean home right now. I hear about people doing a deep cleaning when they're going to sell the house. Well, how about doing one and then living in the house yourself? Schedule a cleaning today. Mention KBOI and Chris Walton and get zero res carpet cleaning for just 44 bucks a room with a three-room minimum. Call 208-383-1000 or schedule online at zeroresboise.com. The Great One, Mark Levin, tonight at 7. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 
on the major oil refiners to produce more diesel and gasoline and suggests his administration is prepared to take actions if companies do not boost production. But it's not clear what the consequences will be if they don't comply. The president writing, quote, the crunch that families are facing deserves immediate action. The average price for gas is around $5 a gallon. In his letter, the president notes that the last time the price of crude oil was near the current price of $120 a barrel in March, gas prices were averaging $4.25 a gallon. President Biden uh, wants the oil companies to be more patriotic, try to help Americans save money by increasing their oil output. It'll be interesting to keep an eye on this. He wrote uh, letters, I believe, to seven of the major oil companies here in the United States to uh, ask them to increase output to hopefully lower the gas prices. Well, he's been saying all along that, you know, there are so many uh, applications for drilling out there that just simply aren't being used. And then other people have explained it by saying, well, all of those applications are for, for speculating in various places where it turned out there was no oil. Uh, but uh, apparently there are some places where oil is a sure thing and nobody's allowed to drill there. Yeah, I don't specifically know the ins and outs. I, I, you know, we hear the rhetoric from both sides, both, you know, Republicans and Democrats that, you know, there's nothing that can be done, one side will say, and the others will say, yeah, let us uh, increase, you know, the uh, drilling. Let us open up the... Um, pipelines and let us get back to becoming a oil independent country well, see, like we that, were a year and, and a half ago and the, the assumption there is that there are companies that are just sitting around waiting for somebody to say it's okay to drill and they will run out and do it which hasn't in in the past really been the case yeah well first of all you can't you're not allowed to just run out and drill whenever you want to drill um the the federal government controls 100 percent of where you are allowed to drill, where you are not allowed to drill, when you're allowed to drill, when you're not allowed to drill. Um, you know, so you have government oversight and a lot of bureaucracy that goes into that before you're even allowed to be able to do it. And then it comes up for a bidding process and whoever, you here's, know, okay, here's what wins I the bid gets to do I, it. I kind of get why gas in America has gone up so high. Why has it gone up in the rest of the world? Why has it or hasn't it? I mean, why has it? There are other countries that drill oil. Mm-hmm. But the United States has the biggest oil reserves in the world. I mean, a lot of people don't know that. Um, most of it's still sitting in the a lot of people in the th- ground. A lot of people would think maybe Saudi Arabia. Yeah, um, and that's that's not true. Now, one of the countries that does control most of the oil is Russia. And even though the United States did not get a lot of oil per day from Russia, the rest of the country or the rest of the world rather did. So when you have all of Europe joining the United States and saying we will not buy Russian oil, oil from Russia any longer, well, that oil has to come from somewhere. Okay. So if Saudi Arabia... It's going to place a hardship on some of those European countries, yeah, to be sure. Okay. Yeah, because oil, I mean, you have OPEC sitting there licking their chops going, yes, people aren't going to buy you know Russian oil. <laughs> that means that we can start charging more. They're going to have to start yeah. buying it from Hello, us. Oh, we're still open. Hello. And they can slot, you know, they can s- cut back their production or maybe not production, not the right turn. They can, they can cut back the amount that they're willing to sell to the rest of the world mm-hmm. to help drive prices up. And that's why everybody pays so much attention to when OPEC meets to decide if they're going to increase production, uh, increase selling oil, 
because when they cut back, oil prices have to go up because people are bidding on it. Even the United States imports oil from other countries. Now, our biggest importers are Canada and Mexico, but we still get oil from other areas of the world, Saudi sure. Arabia, as a matter of fact. Even though Joe Biden it's like said that he was never going to do it, he's headed to Saudi Arabia to talk to the prince next week to see if they can increase. It's like all ing- it's it's all ingredients and food and minerals all over the world. We we get a little bit of everything from practically every country there is. Um, Paul in Nampa, you wanted to talk about gas prices this morning? Yeah, that's fine. I'd love to. Um, you know, one of the problems that they had over in Saudi Arabia them turning us down for more oil earlier was because the F-35 deal that Trump had made with the Saudis. And as soon as Biden popped into office, that was one of the first things that he did was to nix the deal. So that that, 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 um, that they didn't they didn't care for that too much. Um, you know, with Biden going over there and getting I think that's beneath the president of the United States, but with Biden, I think it's kind of the normal thing to do. Yeah. And, you know, as far as these other countries, you know, do you really want to get your oil from Iran that are less than two months away from having their own bomb? Where do you think they're going to drop that on? It's going to go directly on top of them. You get it. Yeah, the F. Do you really want to? The F thirty fives. The F thirty fives. We were going to sell. We were going to sell parts to Saudi Arabia and entire planes to the the Emirates, the United Arab Emirates. And yeah, that was one of the first things that the Biden administration. I think they were seven days, if I recall, seven days into uh, uh, the administration when when they uh, froze that deal. Carl in uh, Star writes in uh, Mike at KBY.com, didn't Biden sit around the Oval Office with a bunch of oil company executives last October and tell them they should be proud to cut back on oil production? I, I don't remember if that's true or not. It could be. Um, but, you know, we, maybe that was patriotic then, and now it's patriotic to uh, start producing more yeah. oil because it's costing us a lot of money. I think the, uh, oh, by the way, the Dow's under 30,000, yay. Um I oh, think thanks. The, uh, I feel better about myself already now. Yeah. The uh, the thing to remember there is, hey, things change. Lisa at the gym writes, U.S. oil companies are being patriotic. They're posting record profits. Can't get any more patriotic than that. Can't get any more American than that. Uh, Valerie writes, and oh, this is good news. I I shouldn't say this until tomorrow because now they'll probably raise prices. Valerie writes, and hey, gas at CUNA Albertsons, $5.01. It's been like a week since I've seen $5.01. That's a great price. Yeah. Now, Valerie, is that... Well, it's not a great price, but it's... it's five five and one it's compared to every place better than, else. Better than all the others. Now, um, Valerie, is that using your Albertsons gas card, or is that $5? I can just come out there, and I do have an Albertsons gas card, but I don't have any rewards on it right now. I've already used it up. Um, but is that $5 or 501 for everybody, or do you have to have some rewards on your card. I'm just do you get curious, rewards for uh, good works or just buying more gas? Um, for buying more stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not, not for good works. You buy stuff, then you get rewards on your gas. Just checking. Fred Meyer does the same thing. Uh, White House, by the way, in, in addition, even though Biden administration has said that they can do nothing 
to help control gas prices, which is weird considering how much they're trying to do to control gas prices. Um, they're weighing a federal gas tax holiday yeah, as like, prices are soaring. It's just like what they should say is, you ain't seen nothing yet. And we go, <laughs> you're right. Well, we'll tell you a little bit about that when we come back. And this is an addition. Uh, still haven't heard anything from the governor. Um, uh, a couple of Democratic lawmakers had called for a special session of the legislature to come back in and decide whether or not we could take a gas tax holiday here in the state of Idaho. This would be a nationwide uh, holiday when it comes to gas taxes. Your thoughts, would, would you like to see, I know it's easy to say, oh gosh, yes, I would love to see a two, discount on my gas, two, but there is a price to that. Two Democrats asked for something in Idaho and no one's done anything? Exactly. Who'd have funk it? 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Be a part of the show at 336-3700 or toll-free 1-800-529-KBOI. Now, back to Casper and Chris on News Talk KBOI. Uh, Valerie wrote us back. She was the one that told us a little while ago that uh, in CUNA, at the Albertsons in CUNA, it was uh, $5.01 a gallon this morning. And I, right. I'd ask, okay, is that using your rewards card? And she said, no, it was $5.01 a gallon, five oh one this morning at 630 for uh, all, whether you have a rewards card or not. So five five oh one is some of the cheapest gas that I have seen at a uh, you know just a regular gas station yeah. in, in weeks. It's a, uh, a, a name that used to make me just think of jeans. Yeah. Um, Pam, Meridian, thanks for holding on there. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning to you. Good morning. Um, I am calling because I can understand the side of the oil companies. Um, I feel like if, if they're securing loans to drill more oil and they're... Um, and and they want them to increase production. Some of those banks don't want to lend to them because the future is uh, unpredictable, and um, and it comes at a high cost to them. And then Biden could come in at any time and pull the rug out from underneath them. So why would anybody uh, want to go and and uh, invest more when Biden can come back and say, okay, we're done. I'm not. This is it. You know, what if, he's, what if he gets the oil from Saudi Arabia and, okay, we don't need you anymore, you know, shut down, those, shut down the oil. Interesting. You know, another thing that people uh, forget, too, and, and I get it, people see the profits that the companies post um, and they're massive profits. Like, I think ExxonMobil um, earlier this year for the first quarter posted a, a $5.7 billion profit. One thing that they forget is all the American oil companies back in 2020 that are that are posting record profits this year in 2020 ExxonMobil for example lost 20 billion dollars. They paid 46 billion in taxes and they lost because of 20 billion dollars because that was back when remember when oil went negative and they were paying people to that to take their right. oil because they had no place to store it. Um oil went to zero. And at one point, they, I think it was 5 or $6 a barrel, they were paying people to take their oil off their hands. They lost over $20 billion that year, and now they're making up for it. 
and quite well, frankly, and, this and is this like, is what capitalism is. You know, there there was nobody like, rushing to happen. bail them out in 2020, saying, "Oh, let's let's all do a fundraiser, a GoFundMe account," because they lost 20 billion. No, they had to take it from their their cash reserves, and now unlike, they're unlike, trying to fill their cash reserves. Unlike the banks in 2008. Well, and yeah, they're like any other business. Every business is in it to make money. You know, it, it, they're not in it to. They're not in it to just put the money into it and see their see everything go and and with the thought that maybe Biden's going to come in and pull the rug out from underneath them and then they'll be stuck holding the bag, you know. So I I see their point of view. I see the point of view. Why would you do it? Thank you, Pam. Appreciate the uh, thoughts. Right. You know, you know right. the, the the other thing people forget too is is like the CEO of a, a an oil company can't just unilaterally go. You know what? Oil is $115 a barrel. We're going to sell our oil at $110 a barrel. They would be sued so fast their head would spin because, yeah. by law, they have a fiduciary responsibility to their shareholders to make money. It's not like the movie Mr. Mom. No. They have they have to make money. And they'd either, A, lose their job and be replaced with somebody who would get that oil back up. Um, you know, that it's great to say, huh, hey, the oil companies should just lower their prices. They they can't. I would love to see it too. Trust me, I would love to get gas prices back down to two dollars and fifty cents a gallon. I, I don't in our lifetime. I think we'll never see that again. We were lucky to see it when we did. Uh, we'll take a break. Uh, news coming up here at the uh, top of the hour. More of your phone calls and emails coming in. Plus, in case you missed it a little bit earlier this morning, how can you save money on gas right now? I'll share that list with you on the way. Uh, also, two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pound six seventy on your Verizon. The night at ten. It's Michael Knowles. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris live and local on News Talk KBOI. In this letter, President Biden is calling on the major oil refiners to produce more diesel and gasoline and suggests his administration is prepared to take actions if companies do not boost production. But it's not clear what the consequences will be if they don't comply. The president writing, quote, the crunch that families are facing deserves immediate action. The average price for gas is around $5 a gallon. In his letter, the president notes that the last time the price of crude oil was near the current price of $120 a barrel in March, gas prices were averaging $4.25 a gallon well we're fighting in cuda is it worth driving all the way to cuna if you're in uh, boise or meridian or caldwell or nampa to get five dollars and one cent a gallon because that's about the lowest i've seen in uh well over uh, mm-hmm. 10 days it's probably not with, with with the distance and time together guess where we have to be tomorrow morning though cuna mm-hmm all right might be filling in right there after we uh, go to our hometown breakfast might be filling up at uh i'll be filling up twice i'll be filling my belly get in my belly gravy and then i'll uh, fill up my uh tank with five dollar and one cent a gallon because that's 18 cents a gallon cheaper than it is where uh by my house yeah told you uh as we were going in the white house weighing uh federal gas tax holiday as prices are soaring biden administration um wrote a letter to uh seven of the big Oil companies asking them to be patriotic and uh, increase oil output, lower prices. They're also considering instituting a federal gas tax holiday. Um, don't know how long the holiday would last. We do know that with gas at the highest price that it's ever been, um, gasoline tax here in the United States federally is 18 cents a gallon. 
So that's not that's not a lot of money. I mean, eighteen cents. You're talking about a week. Yeah. So that's what gas was a week ago. Diesel's a little a little better. Twenty four cents a gallon on uh, diesel federally. But when you combine this, because the state of Idaho is also looking to it, and last we heard was uh, Governor Brad Little was looking into whether or not to bring the legislature back for a special session to talk about a state gas tax holiday to lessen the. Um, impact of gasoline prices here on Idahoans. Um, Idaho is 32 cents a gallon. So you'd be looking at 50 cents a gallon if the feds and the state both decided, hey, we're going to take a gas tax holiday for the next, say, the next six months, till the rest of the year, say. Well, I, I, I think that if that happened, there's also a chance the moon could fall out of the sky. <laughs> For the average person, like uh, like my my car has a sixteen gallon gallon tank. You're looking at most cars have uh, between twelve to fourteen, to, like yeah, fourteen, fifteen gallons. You know, pickup trucks, SUVs, you know, twenty plus gallons. Um, but on on say on an average tank, you're you're looking at saving uh, about seven eight dollars every time you fill up your tank. That's a bu- that's a bunch. That makes a difference. You know, you talk. Uh, for instance, if you fill up your tank once a week, now now you're talking sixty bucks well, a month that you're saving just on your your gasoline. And I mean, how much are you saving uh, if you're a person who drives for a living? If you deliver for a living, there are even people that say, "Hey, you know, maybe if you just take the gas, uh, it wouldn't be a gas tax; it'd pay, be a tax on diesel." that that would have a big impact on the rest of the country's inflation because, as we've mentioned and everybody knows, you have to ship everything in some way, shape, or form, get shipped with diesel, whether it be a shipping container that comes from China, where we get a lot of imports from China. Or most often just a truck. or But, I mean, all ships run on diesel. Every ship runs on diesel. All trucks, for the most part, run on diesel. Delivery trucks, we're talking the big rigs. All the trains that ship cross-country also run on diesel. So if you're able to give a, a tax holiday to that, that should have a huge impact on inflation, even if you didn't give you know, a tax break to the people who just drive to work every day, although you know, it would be nice. And that's my personal opinion. There are people that don't want to see this because that money has to come from somewhere. I mean, that money just disappears. And the money used for federal and state taxes on gasoline are what keeps our roads working in in good shape yeah, or or at least in a, as good a only, shape as they are right now that's the only problem they do currently make use of that tax yeah, money it, it's not like it's wasted money it does go um you know to to our our roads and infrastructure and if you talk to almost anybody the united states roads and infrastructure uh, on a general scale are not in great shape as of right now and that's where a lot of the money came you know that was in the uh the uh um Money that was given by Congress during that's, COVID that's funds the, was to go to infrastructure. It's one of those things where we're, we're better than all the other countries, but still not that great. Still not that great. Uh, Clinton in Nampa, good morning. You're on News Talk KBY. Good morning to you. Clinton, yeah, are you there? Clinton. Yeah. Yes, I'm here. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess I got a question on the Biden administration on that letter to the oil companies. And that, that is, is to the address where they're going to get the oil from to, to make all this extra gasoline and diesel. And um, my thought on uh, tax holiday on the fuel tax is I, uh, that money comes, 
takes away from uh, money for road repairs and road maintenance. Um, and you'll have to make that up sooner or later. I just soon keep that tax in place. So you'd rather uh, bite the bullet now rather than having to bite the bullet again down the road. That's correct. Thank you, Clinton. Appreciate the call. Appreciate the thoughts. Here's a a good question, I think, from Jan. What if the government does away with the gas tax and the gas stations do not lower their prices? Uh, I think people will rise as one and attack. (laughs) You know... I guess there's nothing that says that they have to lower their prices just because, you know, the taxes get well, lowered. Well, if, if none of them do, we'll, you know, somebody will file a a, a lawsuit for, uh, was it, collusion? Price, yeah, them. collusion. Yeah, price collusion. Yeah. Um, Kenny Meridian, you're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning to you. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good. Good. Well, I kind of agree with the other guy. Fight the bullet right now, and you know, for the road repairs and things like that. But... Uh, I work for a gentleman for landscaping, and we got to pay for the fuel. It cost me fifty bucks to fill up two five-gallon cans. Fifty bucks, and that's what we have to use to uh, mow the yards and things like that. And that goes to the renters and uh, property owners and things like that. And then fifty bucks in my truck. So there's a hundred dollars, and that doesn't last very long. Have you raised your prices for the landscaping company? I know the last time gas prices, you know, went nuts so a few years ago, the uh, landscaping company that I was using um, gave me a gas surcharge every time they did my yes, lawn. Are sir. you guys doing something like that? Yes, sir, we are. You know, yeah. Uber and... You know, and I just feel bad because now these guys have to raise their rent to offset the gas prices for their lawn care. Yeah. Thank you for the call, so, Kenny. Appreciate the thoughts. The uh, you know U- Uber and Lyft are, are giving people a surcharge. Uh, drivers. When is that going to raise? Uh, well, it's only like forty-five cents or something per trip, and that's even if you pick somebody up in Boise and take them to Idaho Falls yeah. or something. Which, by the way, you can do with Uber. I was if you can negotiate it. I was shocked when they said I, I, I expected the surcharge, um, but I was pleasantly surprised when they said we're going to have a fuel surcharge. We're going to charge you an extra forty-five cents. Yeah. And I'm so like, if you're, that's it? If you have one of those short trips that's like $6.50, well, it's an extra 45 cents. If you have a trip that's, you know, $50, it's an extra 45 cents. Yeah, that's the part that surprised me. And my and I bring that up because my wife used Uber to go to the airport and come home from the airport. Mm-hmm. We live in Nampa. That's a 30-mile trip. At 30 miles, you know, if you get 30 miles to the gallon both ways, you're talking an extra 10, you know, over $10 and they only charge $0.45. Cents. That's a pretty good deal on the surcharge. Yeah. Somebody's eating it, and well, I, I appreciate the fact that they are. I mean, that's about a $50 or $60 trip on uh, uh, forty. With, well, it depends Uber, on, who, it? once again, you and I had this discussion. It's like when I told you, I go, you need to start looking into both of the riding apps. Mm-hmm. Um, because on one morning that she was going, it was um, $117 on um, Uber, Uber, and it was $45 on Lyft. Right. And anybody listening, I will tell you the same thing. Download both Lyft and Uber app. If you have just one, you're doing yourself a disservice because it depends on where you're traveling. Um, You can find a big price disparity and save a lot of money by choosing one over the other. This morning about 4.30, I typed in, you know, the trip that I wanted in uh, Uber. And they said that all the prices were about $32. And I usually pay about $12. Okay, so I said, okay, I'm, I'm going to try Lyft. Mm-hmm. Went over to Lyft, and they were all $12, except that I typed my name in there, and nobody responded. 
So uh, it's it's like you know the store that says. Uh, Is it because they know who you are and they said, "Wait, Chris, I'm not going to pick him up." No, it's it's like um, <laughs> it's it's like if you went into a grocery store and you said, "Why are your uh, tomatoes uh, seventy five cents a pound?" You know, across the street they're only forty five cents a pound. And the grocer says, "Well, why don't you go over there and buy them?" And she says, "Well, they're out." And he says, "Well, when we're out, well, they're only a quarter of a pound." <laughs> Okay, but it's like that. Uh, so it was. It was like. So it was like twelve dollars on Lyft, but I couldn't. I couldn't get anybody to respond. Right. But so it was a great deal. I have learned but no cars available after doing this for many months. I have learned. <laughs> I went right back to um, to uh, Uber, and in the time that it took me to check a Lyft, Uber had dropped it from thirty two back down to twelve. What if they do that on purpose? If they have something that says, "Oh, they're checking, they're they're checking yeah. prices right now. Let's lower it to let's, what lower than let's let's see if we can get him." Nope. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's. Two zero eight three three six thirty seven hundred pounds six seventy on your Verizon wireless. Um, we'll take a break here. If you're on the line, um, stay right where you're at. Tom, Jesse, Spinner, uh, stay right where you're at. I promise we're going to get to you. We're talking about gas prices this morning. Also, a little bit earlier, USA Today shared uh, a list of ways that you can save money on gas. One of them was pretty surprising about how much you can save just by doing this one thing. We'll share that with you uh, too on the way here on News Talk KBOI. Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Well, it looks like I'm definitely not going to definitely, definitely not look at my 401k tomorrow. Uh, Dow is uh, off. She's only definitely 15 minutes to walk. Definitely, definitely. Uh, 733 points right now. As Chris mentioned, uh, we broke that 30,000 barrier down 29,934. A little while ago, we were yeah. down over 800 points. Yeah, we didn't want to break it. But, no, but, that was not a good thing. But we have it down way. just, what, 730 right yeah. now. That's Standard hardly, and poor hardly down anything. Wow. 115 points. NASDAQ down uh, 450 point, 423 points yeah. uh, as of right now. Uh, Jesse in Nampa, thanks for uh, holding on this morning. Uh, you're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning to you. Hello, Jesse. There you go. Sorry, I pushed the wrong button. That one's on me. Jesse, good morning. Hey, uh, thanks so much for taking my call. So, yeah, a little while ago you said about how the oil companies took major losses in 2020 over the low gas prices, which I totally understand. And, you know, people need to take a step back and realize that if they don't rejuvenate their emergency funds, then the next time something rolls around and they get whacked, and they don't have the funds to cover it. What's going to happen if we lose oil companies? Somebody's got to produce this gas. If we lose oil companies over to some other prices, gas prices aren't going to be $5 a gallon. They're going to be $10 a gallon because we'll have the supply. So, But the other side of the coin is how long is it going to take these oil companies to recover their losses from 2020? A lot of gallons of gasoline going out there right now. And, you know, it's just going to go on for another year or two years. We just, you know, because at some point they got to have their reserves filled back up and be, be uh, you know, making money again. So yeah. have you heard of any of that, you know, in terms of, like, how long they project this is going to take for them to get out of this? We've, high gas price range. We've kind of asked that question here on uh, the show. At what point do gas prices get so expensive that you stop traveling? I, I, 
I mean, you haven't seen it. Jet fuel is amazingly expensive, and airline prices are way up. But airline tickets are still being sold left and right. Planes are flying out full. At what point do people stop driving to Disneyland and taking vacations in the summer because they can't afford? Because once you see that, then the oil reserves are going to get built back up because people can't afford to go anywhere and use oil anymore. Yeah, well, my point is how long is it going to take for the oil companies to not have to charge higher prices to recover? When are they going to be balanced again with their emergency funds so that we can go back to normal prices? My guess is they would keep that a secret. They can't run on that excuse forever. I'm wondering if it will ever, if they would ever do that. And here's the reason why I say this is because you're looking at a free market. You're not going to see the United States, if oil from OPEC, if OPEC is charging $115 a barrel, United States oil companies aren't going to charge uh, $100 a barrel and sell their oil for $15 less than what OPEC is, is selling it. They're going to remain competitive, don't you think? Well, I remember back in 2009 when gas prices were creeping up to $4 a gallon, and I kept thinking, oh, it's going to go up, and then it started to go back down. But it didn't go down a lot, you know, not until, you know, several years later. Yeah. So, I mean, I imagine it'll go down, especially if they're saying that's an inflationary period due to this reason. Man, so I, I don't think we're ever going to see gas go down to below $2 a gallon again. I would love to see it, but, um, you know, and, and part of the reason I say that is because it's like I'm hoping somebody says, here, hold my beer. I'll show you $2 a gallon gas again. Thank you for the call, Jesse. Appreciate it. Yep. <laughs> How would that work? <laughs> in, in reverse, but I, you never see it work in reverse, right? Yeah. Uh, John in uh, Nampa, thanks for holding on. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning to you. Morning. Let me get you off a speakerphone. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. That last guy was kind of touched on a lot of things. It's not. It's the. All this is based on the government's meddling with the economy. Gas price. It's not. It's not the evildoers out there that are doing this. It's. It's the people responding to what the government is doing. It's reactionary. And if they just get out of the way and let the free market work, we would have gas down to $2 a gallon again. I, I think that could happen in this next year if our Senate and Congress go the right direction, as they believe it will happen. But the reason why I called was I have a, a small business, lawn mowing business as well, and I spend $300 every five days in fuel. And that's just the ones that was on the truck at the time. I don't know. I got two other trucks and I can't, I don't use them all the time. So there's a $160 add on to that. If I add the other trucks in and I didn't give, I didn't, uh, don't give an upcharge on all my customers. But what I did do was I anticipated this nonsense. And at the beginning of the year, I gave some outrageous bids on everything, just everything. So you, you you could see this coming at the beginning of the year, so you covered your costs in advance, basically. Yeah, and I, I you know, what it's a gamble. I got most of it right. I got some of it wrong. I ate a few accounts. But other people that I didn't want to do anyways, didn't want on my route, uh, they decided to go somewhere else. One lady bought her own lawnmower, 
And, uh, <gasps> no, not bought her own lawnmower. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's okay. It was a miserable yard anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so some yards, you know, you have two yards exactly exactly the same size, but one of them has got, uh, you know, garden gnomes everywhere and little glass. You gotta, yeah, you got you to mow around those. Yeah, so It's twice as long to mow that yard <laughs> as the other yard, but you really can't charge for it, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I do. I did this year, and I got mostly right. But yeah, if, they, if the government would just get out of the out of the uh, people's business, I don't, and I don't understand why is it uh, some people, other people, I don't know who these people are, do not trust other people with their own money. Like that's not fair. You can't do that. Well, what do you mean I can't do that? Yes, I can. I either do it and make a profit, or I go out of business. That's my risk to take. It's not your job to tell me what risk I should be taking with the profit margin of gasoline or anything. It, yeah. It's a business. Yeah. Like everybody else has said on here this morning, it's a business and they need to do what they got to do. Notice that Joe Biden isn't saying anything about the losses that the oil companies uh, had to endure uh, years, you know, just a few years ago. But all of a sudden, it's the greedy oil companies that are and and, and Putin, of course, yeah. no, nobody but himself that are doing this. All right, guys. Thank you for the week. call, John. Appreciate it. Still not as bad that you know, I have to get my own lawnmower. You would know things are bad if I have to go buy my own lawnmower. Yeah, I think if either one of us resorted to that, <laughs> you would know it's really bad. KBOI News Time uh, is nine twenty eight. We're running late. We'll get to your phone calls and emails if you're on the line. Stay right where you're at. I promise we'll get to you. Broadcasting from the Empire Title Studios, we are News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pounds 670 on your Verizon wireless. By the way, uh, just before we get back to the phones, uh, another update uh, for you. Um, if you were curious whether Nate Shellman last night was able to throw the first pitch, which, by the way, was heckle, heckle Nate Shellman night at the uh, Boise Hawks, um, we had our, our sister station was there for the play-by-play um, with uh, Johnny Ballgame from our sister station, KTIK. He was there with Chef Wally sitting right there in the front row. Uh, heckling Nate. Uh, let's take a listen if he got the pitch over over the plate. We are. That's not heckling. Here is the moment of truth. Nate Shellman. Live at Memorial Stadium. Big crowd tonight. Here's Shellman. Wally, strike or no strike? No strike. Bounces it. <laughs> Analyze the pitch, Chef. What'd you see? With the one bouncer in the home plate, just like Catherine. Yeah, hey, why did you have to bring me up on on this thing? Did you hear him there too when he bounced it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um uh, Nate Shellman bounced his pitch. Now in all fairness, he did throw it for a strike over home plate, but it did bounce before it got to home plate. Yeah, which in baseball doesn't count. In cricket you can do that. Yeah. Uh, Bill in Meridian, thank you for holding on. Good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Hey, I'm just curious. I listen to you gentlemen every day. And uh, how do you think that the gas price went from two to well four, five, six, whatever it is, in such a short time? Ukraine had nothing to do with it. When you shut down our uh, pipelines and open up a Russian pipeline in the Europe. Uh, and we start buying up from OPEC again, what do you expect to happen? OPEC ran us out in 73. I remember that one. And uh, 
I'm just curious why people believe all this garbage about our problems with gas. If we open up our uh, drilling and everything in the United States again, it will go back down below $3. I'll guarantee it. So, anyway, it's fun listening to you, and I can think of no one better to heckle than Nate. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Thank you, Bill. Uh, Appreciate you listening every morning. Generally. Thank you for the uh, call. Most of the time. Most of the time, when the uh, you know the price of gas is high, the the single biggest thing or single biggest factor uh, driving it is, is the price of crude oil. But as we said, crude oil has been this price before, and gas was it's been higher than this price. This, yeah. yeah, exactly. I think I mean, there's not any one thing. I mean, you can't look and say, "Hey, it's all Biden." Um, you can't do like Biden and says, oh, oh it's all the, the war, Russia, yeah. Ukraine war, and people have stopped buying. There, everything right now, is going into it. We have a perfect storm of crappy stuff going on. According to stats right now, 60% of the price of uh, a gallon of regular gas is due to the cost of the raw materials, the, uh, the crude oil. And uh, a year ago, it was 52% of the cost of a gallon of gas. And in 2020, it was only 25%. And that's basically when the pandemic uh, sapped the mm-hmm. demand for fuel. So, I, you know, there was plenty of fuel and, and people were staying at their house. Uh, Spinner in L.A. Grande. Thanks for listening. Uh, good morning. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but 670 reaches dang near all the way to Hermiston, Oregon. So you guys definitely stretch out all the way to the Commandant State, uh, just right next door. <laughs> and God bless Only you like, for listening all the way over there on uh, Six. Have, have you noticed our influence over there? Well, I, honestly, man, I, I have. Because a lot of the locals that I work with over uh, on our other generating facilities over there, I ask them, like, hey, good talk shows. And they pretty much look at me deer in the headlights, like, what's a talk show to begin with? And to be able to have good dialect and what you guys carry from all sorts of different spectrums, it's nice to be able to get that exposure over to people that don't necessarily have that opportunity. Like, you can't just channel check it, you know, where you do, like, the the scan, like, you physically got to punch it in. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, all the way up and over through the Ukiah, Walla Wolcott National Forest, I got you guys all the way over that, all the way through the Grand, through the Blues, and then it barely starts to peter out once you get past uh, Pendleton, but you can pick it up here and there once you get over by Hermiston. So, I mean, that's I, I think that's pretty cool. Person. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you guys knew that or not. No, we, we, do, I, we do. We have a pretty good signal. Um, I appreciate you uh, listening uh, from that far away. Uh, you want to talk uh, a little bit about career choices this morning? How so? Um, well, through everything that I've gone through, granted, I, I hate to be that shogunistic ding-dong, you know, D-bag, but through my fortunate career choices I've made, I've stayed either in some sort of trade or electrical industry, and currently right now I'm electrical an electrical worker with generation facilities. And through all these hardships, through a lot of the, what I've heard a lot of the guys talk about on gas, government, I think it's time we stop, we stop asking the government, to, we, we start self-governing ourselves. Let's, let's start have, you know, with, with what we're facing right now, everybody's got to take a bite. So my job as being a young parent and other parents out there is to help out that next generation. So I think that my main message here is to encourage that ideology that, even though our system and the indoctrination that are we're forced to put our kids through through K through 12, let's 
how do we figure out how to encourage these women, men, what have you, whatever they decide to identify as that day? I don't really care. But how do we encourage these kids to pick up trades to where when economical hardships do come, they don't they, they feel it, but they still got jobs. They still have the like electrical. I will always have an electrical job. I got, I got no an idea. What? what? Uh, just don't give them any free food. Yeah. You start getting you start getting hungry. You start learning to trade. I think. See, but then you get some you get some quacker bashing like AOC or like Elizabeth Warren that comes out and just this where, where I'm at right now is the the unification of like minded ideologies. You guys carry yourself very like minded across the state, across Oregon, across all sorts of spectrums that you guys connect with. You know, through everybody that's on six seventy and any other sort of radio station. I think Freedom Radio is huge, and that's why I love the fact that a lot of Freedom Radio has that ability to hone in on those trades from linemen to plumbers to um, electrical to agricultural to, you know, working for the Forest Service, logging, you know, because those those commodities, even when that supply and demand, even when those recessions hit, you still need plumbing. You yeah. still need power. I think, people, need I think people are more and more um, are starting to realize that. Uh, I think, you know, as the price of going to college and paying for that four-year degree, um, as people pay $100,000 or more and take out loans and go, well, why did I do that? I just took out a $100,000 loan for a job that only pays forty grand a year where I could have skipped college, not had $100,000 um, in loan payments now, and could have been working four years ago making eighty, ninety grand as a plumber or an mm-hmm. electrician or whatever. It's- I think you're starting to see more and more um, and I use the term kids coming out of high school going, I don't need college to make a really good living. And as you said, to have a job where it, it's, I'm going to have some safety because you're right. You know, in, in the long run, they used to hand out these sheets that talked about how much more money you could make in the long run. But what they didn't tell you is that you're not going to break even until you're 40. Yeah. Thank you for the call, cool. Spinner. Um, we need you guys have a great day. Yeah, we too. need to move on. Uh, thank you for the thoughts. Great thoughts. And uh, continue listening in uh, L.A. Grande. My kids call it that, and now I, I refer to La Grande as, as L.A. Grande. L.A. Grande all the time. Um, we'll take a quick break here. One more segment on the way. Um, Matt Rich, uh, we're going to get to you in this next segment. I know you've been holding on. Appreciate it very much. Um, we'll take a quick break. More on the way. News Talk KBY. It's 945. Download the 670-KBOI app for your smartphone for free. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. 208-336-3700, pound 670 on your Verizon Wireless. Uh, once again, we go to the phones. Man, the phones have just been hacked this morning. Uh, Matt in Boise, thank you for holding on. You're on News Talk KBOI. Good morning to you. Good morning. So I'm calling a little off-topic about school shootings because I have read a lot of proposals and money going towards, you know, kind of fortifying schools, but they sound rather militant, bulletproof doors and fences, bulletproof whiteboards, all of this stuff. And I don't think that's going to stop a student who is having a bad day. Um, My opinion that I want to share with you gentlemen and your listeners my honest opinion and what I tell my children is that you can stop a school shooting, perhaps, by befriending someone, by being a coach, by inviting someone to ride a horse, 
I sincerely believe this. And yeah. Some people will respond to that. I mean, they've, you know, chances are they're angry because they don't feel people are, have been civil to them for some time, and, and that can change everything for a person's outlook. I think, well, I, so my cousins knew um, the gentleman in Columbine. Uh, I had a cousin moved. He spent his first three years in Littleton, where I grew up, and he moved on in his senior year to Utah. And uh, evidently, his uh, teachers took him out and said, well, there's a school shooting at your old high school in Columbine. And he said, uh, Harrison Klebold. Wow. He knew who it was when it was happening. Wow. Dylan just, and Eric. Just because of being around him. You know, I don't know how he knew. This was a long time ago. But when he was told there was a school shooting at his school, he knew. But in that particular case, I'm not familiar with all of them. But in that case, those boys were rejected. They were lonely. They were bullied. And I don't think it's naive to say, because I've seen it, right. that a little league coach, a teacher, uh, someone who befriends a child and says, hey, let me teach you how to prune an apple tree. I think these things aren't trackable and no one will ever know. But I sincerely believe that that is probably one of the best defenses. Well, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, a little kindness can go a long way. Thank you, Matt, for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, Rich Boise, good morning. Got about a minute here. Uh, yeah, well, you, you can't just have you can't just use free market when you choose. I mean, you can't say that oil is sold on the world market and then blame Biden for the increase in demand for oil. And you can't say that the war in Ukraine doesn't have anything to do with the prices when uh, when there's less oil coming out of Russia. So less oil is going to affect uh, prices. Uh, you know, and there's there's U.S. oil companies can't produce enough oil to change world prices. We haven't stopped. We haven't cut down the amount of oil that we produce. We're producing a little bit more than. Well, I mean, we we went way down in 2018, 19, but you know, we're we're producing at about our capacity now. So I mean, you know, you can't have it both ways. You you can't be people. People know that oil's trade on the world market, but for some reason, when oil goes up, they want to blame the president. And I don't know what Biden could do to lessen demand for world oil. And that's what's going to have to happen for it to come down. Demand is going to have to go down. And right. I don't know how we're going to do that. Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Could be, um, where, could be where the electric cars come in. Real quickly here, um, promised I was going to save uh, we talked about this how to save money on gas right now um, take advantage of cash back apps this comes from USA Today use your cruise control keep your tires inflated um, even three to five pounds per square inch PSI higher or lower on your tires can cause five percent less fuel efficiency um, slow down this is one that shocked me each five miles per hour you drive over 60 miles per hour is uh, similar to paying an additional 15 cents per gallon for gas. That's amazing. Just one of the things you can do um, 
easiest probably to save the most amount is to slow down, keep your car maintained and running smoothly, uh, avoid excess idling. Um, you know, like if you're sitting in line at Dutch Bros, turn off your car and then start it back up. Um, don't buy premium gas unless it's required and avoid filling up on Thursdays because apparently that's the most expensive day. Thanks oh, for being oh, a part of the show. And, and, and don't be stupid. Um, we are out of here today. Tomorrow morning. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here because the.